What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. If it's your first time coming to hang out today, let's go through the sections and the topics in which we're going to talk about. Buds, Bros, and Superheroes is the name, but they are the topic. So, Buds, we just had a holiday. We're going to go through some fun stuff, fun facts, maybe a few things you did know, or maybe a few things that you knew that aren't true. Bros, we're going to talk about family trips, getting to know each other a little bit more on that front. And then in Superheroes, we're two more episodes into The Falcon and Winter Soldier with the finale right around the corner, but we're going to break down episodes four and five here today. Please welcome back, Mr. JD. How's it going? Dude, you're fucking racking up the numbers. You're the first time to come back three times I now, know, I think. Three-peat here. That's some, oh, nice. Three-peat. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like LeBron James of podcast. Well, no, he didn't have three in a row, but it, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm getting. <laughs> Thank you again for coming back. That's what's coming up next on Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. So let's get this started now like we do in the Bud section. Before we get going with our 420 facts, I like to ask, as we always do, sir, what are you smoking on tonight? I am smoking the Agrikind Sour Lifesaver. Um, a little bit of CBD in it, a little uh, THC. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm smoking on. It's pretty good stuff. It sounds delicious. It's The name itself is what got me, Sour Lifesaver. You know, who doesn't like a good Sour Lifesaver? And it actually smells like one if you smell it. You know what I mean? I don't have a, the, the whole thick, uh, container with me, but it's good stuff. Speaking of smell and taste, actually, I uh, last week said I picked up some Citron City. First of all, let's do this for the first time ever on the show. I'm going to have you... Sniff test. Sniff test. Smells very good. It smells citrony, if that's uh, the right way to use it. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, it's it's right in the name there. It is super citrusy. One of my uh, favorite disposables comes from Cresco. It's an orange tangy. And this reminds me of that in flower form yeah. for when you hit it. You definitely, it's, it's almost like somebody peeled a, a halo or a tangerine, whatever yeah. those things are, like how you kind of... yeah. You walk into a room you and you're like, it, yeah. hey. It stings the nostrils. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. It oh, smokes yeah. really nice. Uh, it hits okay. It was yeah. it was good. I much prefer the wedding gelato that wedding I also gelato. teased last Ooh. episode. Uh, again, let's go for a smell test. Yeah, smell test. It's very good. So it had a little bit of sweet smell to it, I would say. It is delicious. Yeah. Jet fuel is what I quote unquote sniped. I'm still going to always get Franklin Labs. Fuck, do they have a great product. Yeah. But this is just super good. It's what I'm smoking currently during this. So you could smell it in the air almost. It's super pungent, but yeah. it also gives me that kind of... Yeah. yeah, the drive. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, very into that. It's super duper good. I'm going to keep going back for that if I can for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a... I like the ones that make, make you focus. I don't like the in-the-couch ones because... Well, I mean, sometimes I do, but for the most part, I want to be functioning. So that's why it's good when you find one like that that gets you locked in, I would say. Nice. Locked in. That's what I'm going to use from now on. It laser, does. Laser focus. <laughs> yeah. Gets me locked in. I'm going to definitely steal that from now on. <laughs> By all means. So that's what we're smoking on. What are you guys smoking on? Please always leave a comment down below wherever you are. Just this past week, we had a holiday. I kind of even forgot, you know, because it's one of those things where people who medicate all the time are just like, oh, yeah, that's another coming day, up. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Just another Tuesday. <laughs> but it is something that I wanted to talk about, something that I actually found a lot more things that people thought that I didn't know. Confusing sentence, but we're going to get into that right now with cool. some fun facts almost about 420 and cannabis in general. So there was a rumor, a misnomer. What is that called? A uh, False truth that is why misconception. Thank you, sir. Okay. A misconception that 420 came from police code. Yes. 
That's not true, apparently. 420 is a police code for a homicide in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. Um, there's a podcast I listen to, uh, Macrodosing, where they kind of each week they pick a different topic. And this week was obviously 420. And they were talking about, yeah, that's a big misconception how it's, you know, 420 was the police code in California, but turns out not to be true at all. I don't know what it, do you, I mean, I guess maybe we'll get to it. Do we know what 420 is derived from? Next fun fact kind of brings in one of the greatest, most prolific travelers of the green, and that is Bob Marley. One of his sons was born on oh, 420. Well, that's fucking, how poetic is that? So it was not Ziggy. It was Stephen Marley. He was born on April 20th, 1972. He was the last son of Bob and Rita. Stephen Marley. You go from Ziggy to Stephen, like two, you know what I mean? Like Stephen's such a common name. That's funny. Now, something I kind of want to sidetrack into a weird little angle. How do you think Steven's spelled? S-T-E-V-E-N. No, it's. do you think it's Stefan then? Am I either pronouncing it wrong, or do you know Stevens who spell it Stefan, but they go, no, it's Stephen. I mean, I know. I don't know, but I know you could spell it the Stefan way, but I... When I think of it, I think of the S T E V E N. But no, I would maybe at some point it might have been Stefan, and, and people just migrated to using Stephen. But the most common for me, I would say, is the S T E V E N, or Stefan. Stefan or Kel. <laughs> it also reminds me too of Mean Girls, where uh, is there a caddy here, and she goes, "It's Katie." It's pronounced. And he goes, oh, yeah, that reminds me of my nephew, Anthony. And when every time somebody calls him Anthony, it gets him as mad as when I think about my sister naming my nephew Anthony. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how much world traveling you're doing, but I have a do and don't, or actually I have different bipolar laws right now. Go to North Korea. It's legal there. Nobody's going to say anything. Shit. But you're in North Korea. Right. Dictator, nuclear weapons. Yeah. (laughs) Go to Indonesia, don't bring any at all. Really? Indonesia apparently can bring 5 to 15 years just for having it on you. Fuck. I thought America was bad. That's pretty That's pretty intense. Meanwhile, head to Mexico because they grow the most of it. Mexico, yeah, that makes sense. This one I found really interesting because there's always a, a kind of argument or maybe a likeness between marijuana and alcohol. Mm. Did you know that beer... Or it's made out of hops, and hops and cannabis are in the same family. I had no idea. I mean, that kind of makes sense, though. Because hops have that, they have that smell to it, I would say. They look, if I was drunk enough or high enough, someone said, hey, this is a butt of weed, and it was actually hops, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. Yeah, I love it on those commercials. Yeah. Where they're always like, look at all these hops we use. And I'm like, that looks like a giant thing of fucking weed. Like, (laughs) that's amazing. And then they smell their hands afterwards, and they're like, you have no idea what this smells like. And I'm like, I think I kind of do. <laughs> we got the idea. I think we have a very good idea. The schnozberries taste like schnoz. Oh, that yeah. doesn't apply there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the reference anyway. <laughs> Next one up, as I'm sure you can imagine, on 420, everybody likes to smoke, but the biggest pro-cannabis rally in America falls on 420 in Colorado. Well, that makes sense. Of course it does. Thousands of people show up to smoke on the campus of the University of Colorado. That sounds like a hell of a day, hell of a college campus. I can find the video for you, and I'll maybe if I'm if editor Nick is up for it, he'll even put it in the YouTube video of this conversation. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like an entire. It's a guy who pans over a crowd of people at 4:18, mm-hmm. and you could see everybody. You could see. I mean, it's a clear day from one side to the other. And then at 420, you can barely see the fucking two people in front of it, dude. <laughs> it like, is yeah. a giant. Ooh. That's awesome. 
That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. I wish for the day that we can, you know, just have a time and a space to be outside and smoke our cannabis, you know, for everybody. Like, yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd be like tea time in London or something. You know, it's like weed time. <laughs> exactly. Like, everybody go out and just enjoy yourself, especially when the nice weather coming. Or just like maybe a part of the park. Weed friendly. Something like that. Because yeah. more so, I don't think it's about us smoking outside as much as other people are like, I don't want my kids to know what that smells like. Right. Whatever, That's I'm fine, fine with that. Yeah, then yeah. don't cross this line or something <laughs> this like is the that. The weed park, yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah. Come, don't come over here, yeah. I don't know when Six Flags uh, changed it. Like, you used to be able to smoke cigarettes all the time. Yeah. And then they were like, no, over there. And same thing with weed, if you ask me, just like, oh, over there, okay, that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And finally, maybe surprising, I don't know. The majority of American adults claim they have tried or are currently using cannabis. The majority of American adults have tried it, you're saying, or claim they have tried it? Tried it or currently using it. Apparently, 51% of adults in the U.S. claim to be enjoying the ganja. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's less of a taboo now, so that kind of... I feel like that number was probably always maybe that high, but people just didn't admit it necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, people had the stigma, like, oh, I don't want to be known as the weed smoker or the stoner, but now it becomes more legal. That makes sense. That's yeah, I, I could see that. That's exactly what this says here. It says it used to be that people wouldn't even admit trying it. Now we've come a long way. So happy 420. That was from grasscity.com. Thank you for them for the fun facts. I yeah. thought there was a lot of good ones in there. Yeah. How did sure. you celebrate your day personally? <laughs> I mean, nothing like you said, not too, not too, not, nothing too much different. Um, you know, I worked, but then as soon as I got off work, I. You know, went downstairs and uh, sat down by myself, and because my wife doesn't partake really, but and uh, smoked maybe half a joint of uh, the sour lifesaver that I got here, and then I watched a ton of Shit's Creek, <laughs> and that was and that was that was pretty much my night. That's fun, good show. Yeah, it's a funny show. It's like you know, it's a Canadian, I believe. It's with Eugene Levy from uh, American Pie and stuff. So best eyebrows in the biz. Yeah, yeah, and he's I always liked him, so yeah, I enjoy it. But like in the grand scheme of four twenty. It was probably one of my, as I get older, like I used to, you know, like go with my buddies and like, oh, let's go do a blunt ride and like hot box. But now I just kind of just chill by myself and, you know, smoke some weed. And it was, it was enjoyable. It was nice. It was nice and relaxing. I too had some work to do, but I had to call into Brother Johnny. Yeah. Hashtag shout out to the last episode. Called just in the nick of time to make sure that we celebrated together at the right moment. And it was it was a good time. But, you know, with the quarantine going on, with everything as it is, staying in and just kind of taking it easy was also fun. I think if I watched anything I'm going through, I mentioned to you before we started anything, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. They have a sequel, The Legend of Korra, and I'm going through that again and... Yeah. I think that's all I really did and half, you know, made new videos or did something. Yeah. Yeah. Same same here. Yep. Just watched a bunch of Shit's Creek and maybe eat some junk food and went to fucking bed. That was called it a day. Shout out to Northeast PA underscore Canna on Instagram. They had something funny in their story where it's like, make sure to leave out cookies for Snoop Dogg on 420 and 420 <laughs> Eve. And I was like, that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. It's fu- uh, that Beyond Hello. That, you ever go there, Beyond Hello? No, I had to go to the CVS and I saw that and I was like, I should go there. But but they um, apparently on 420, someone I know posted that they were giving out ice cream sandwiches when you went there. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant, too, because, I mean, munchies and 420 go hand in hand. You know what I mean? But you said cookie. That kind of triggered my memory. I'm like, now I wish I went there on 420 because I heard the fucking ice cream sandwiches were great. <laughs> 
Speaking of triggered in memory, man, I just watched something on how it's made for ice cream sandwiches. And if you ever just like, that's one of my favorite things to do when I get a little high is watch how, how it's, it's made, made modern yeah. Marvel, something like that. Something where they throw numbers at you and you sit and you pause and you go, wait, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and basically this guy told me that they make two point whatever because it ended up being just under three ice cream sandwiches a second. Oh my God. What co- what was the company was it? It was an off yeah. brand. It yeah, was a nobody, yeah. nobody. So I don't really remember. I can imagine like one of the big guys what they fucking probably pump out. It's fucking that's crazy. It was though, but just imagine it's a giant Y, where the two sandwich sides come down, and just in the middle is just uh, the <laughs> yeah. ice cream, and just throop 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 oh, throop, yeah. throop throop throop. It was fucking amazing. That's fucking yeah. That's like that oddly satisfying stuff. You ever watch like uh, I know Reddit? There's a whole subreddit oddly satisfying. They post shit like that, like you know, like uh, when you first open a can of peanut butter and it's oh. fucking perfect, and like just like yeah, just shit like so oddly. I can imagine that watching those ice cream sandwiches being made was probably very oddly satisfying. Dude, you said the one that nails it right on the head of just what is so oddly satisfying. The other weird internet thing, and then we'll move on, is I like hydraulic presses as well. Yeah. Sometimes I can find myself in a weird <laughs> rabbit trail of watching those, and I'm like, why am I watching this guy mush Play-Doh? And then yeah. I just watch it and watch and watch yeah. it. Yeah. Like you said, just that oddly satisfying. <laughs> it really is. What did everybody else do on 420? Leave a comment down below. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those fun things, guys. With that, we can close on out of the bud section and head into the bro section. So with quarantine coming to coming up for another year, I figure we talk about the time when we could travel. Oh, those Especially were the days. yeah, those were the days. <laughs> and not only the traveling days, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about the young traveling days a little bit. Family vacations from back in the day and so what do you remember? What do you recall? What you know Yeah, the the Griswold family vacation type shit. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> when this bro section started off, it was to getting to know the host a little bit more. Yeah. And now as host revolve i have i want to learn a little bit about everybody mm-hmm. and we've stated before we are family we yep we are i'm gonna start singing it go ahead do it i was about to dance my for voice you. cracked a little bit there. <laughs> so this is a great way to do it and kind of learn a little bit more about you yeah i mean yeah we uh me and your wife uh, my parents and her parents we would always go to virginia beach every year and it was always usually rent one van so all of us were in the van together and my dad and her dad are both maniacs so it was always an interesting conversation and when i was a kid I, you know didn't think anything of it now i'm like how the hell did i survive however many what's it, like six hours virginia beach i think or something like just listen to those two idiots back and forth the whole time and yeah it was it was a trip and one time a freaking crow or raven or something hit our windshield and got stuck on top of it was literally like the griswold family vacation it was everything that could go wrong it was always a blast we always had fun but then there's you know always those slight little mishaps and shit like that so yeah those are good times though uh i did the virginia beach trip two or three times in high school with youth group so i do know that trip and that is a a lengthy one one, man And then you think you're almost done when you see the giant bridge. Yeah, the Chesapeake Bay or whatever the hell it is. Did you ever, did you ever do the underground bridge? Do you remember that one? I don't think one? so. It's like you go underwater. That's pretty fucking... As a child, I was kind of terrified. I'm like, we're underwater in a bridge, right? In a tunnel right now. Like, what if it starts leaking? <laughs> like, what's, what's going to happen? But yeah, that's, that's pretty cool too. Now, did your driver ever pull what my dad do? And as you were in those tunnels, turn on the windshield wiper with the 
fluid and be like, that's not me. Where's this water coming from? <laughs> no, no, I never had that. Fuck, that's terrifying. <laughs> Shout out Big Game James. He used to terrify my sister every time because we used to go to the city a lot and whatever tunnel that is to get in. And 10 out of 10 times, she'd be like, guys, all right, like scared. And then he just like, it's not me. I don't know what's going on, Pook. Uh-oh. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. No, I think for youth group, we always took the giant. Okay over but yeah i wasn't driving nor right. did i care because we were just kids in a van and yeah everybody had their ipods and their different things and talking and bsing and yeah right so yeah. you didn't pay much attention to the surroundings usually just wait till you got there yeah no one time i just maybe i repressed it until this very memory <laughs> until this very second we lived in new jersey mm-hmm. where the parkway then connected to the bigger roads in which i don't remember but the bigger roads, like we I always took the parkway. We got on at 135 and around 130, I had to pee. <laughs> and I said, hey, I got to pee. And they're like, that's great. We're stopping in five hours. And I said, I don't think you quite understand. <laughs> I've got to take a pee. And they said, you could piss in a bottle, son. Like yep. we're not stopping. <laughs> we're not stopping. And I held it for five hours <sighs> if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. That's painful. It was one of those ones. Have you ever like held it for so long and then you get in front of it, you get your stuff going, you get out and you're like, all right, pee. And your dick's like, what do you mean? (laughs) Nope, I'm good. We're good. Yeah. I've been holding it for so long. This is muscle memory. Like all I'm doing is holding it. And you're like, come on, pee, come on, pee, come on, pee. And it's like, what do you want? And it slightly lets go. And it's like, oh, this is what we're doing. (laughs) And you're just like, come on, pee, pee, pee. Please, please. Yeah. 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 It was one of those. It's fucking brutal. It was. Five hours. Holy God. That's fucking painful, man. That's 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 torture almost. That's like you sh- you should have reported for uh, child abuse or something. Can you pee in front of others? I'm sorry, this is this, this <laughs> too much. For you. Uh, no, no. Uh, like what do you like? What do you like in a bathroom sense? Like if no, I'm no, in a public- if you were in said van, there must have been six, seven people. I feel like I like I never did in a van, but I remember like going on my dad's fishing boat when I was younger and. You either peeing off the boat or you're peeing in a bottle, and I was I didn't I was able to do it. I don't think now. I think as a kid I didn't care, but now I might have a little stage fright, as they say, and I might get a little <laughs> clam up a little bit. Or yeah. So, but back when I was a kid, I don't think it phased me at all. Yeah, I call it PPS, and I definitely have it. Public piss syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and I have it so bad that I consider my wife public sometimes. <laughs> we'll be standing in the like she's right, just talking to me ready and, or something. Yeah. And she'll see me standing there and kind of what I talked about before, like, just like, all right, what's going on? And she walks away. And the second she's out of eye vision, it goes. And it's not <laughs> even me. I don't know yeah, what muscle fright. that is. Stage, stage fright. fright. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's very common, but I can't say I can't. Sometimes. Yeah. You're, now you mentioned it. Sometimes if my wife's in the bathroom with me, I'm like, she's like, why aren't you going? I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I just fucking can't. Like, I don't know why. And then, like you said, as soon as she leaves, I'm good to go. Sometimes turning on the faucet will also help me. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's so strange, yeah. isn't it? It's like listening to a waterfall or something. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how that triggers it because, yeah, you, the brain's a weird fucking thing. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, fucking bizarre. What's more bizarre is how we were talking about Chick-fil-A and now we're talking about public piss syndrome. <laughs> right, yeah. We really divulged. We, I, did we even mention Chick-fil-A yet? I think we No. Were, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, that was off my we, we have it on the brain. But <laughs> yeah, because I was, shit, yeah, you're actually 100% correct. No, on mic we hadn't talked about it yet because that's my other travel reminder. We were talking about why is Chick-fil-A so delicious and then has almost a special place in my heart is because growing up almost every summer almost at one point my mom would put us in the car and be like we're driving to georgia mm-hmm. and we'd just be sitting there and fucking states take forever 
And on the second day around lunch, where are we stopping? What are we doing? It's like, we got to hold out for Mm Chick-fil-A. Like, it's coming up. It's got to be coming eventually. So to have it around even now when it's like, man, we got to go all the way to Wilkes-Barre. It's like, sir, I used to drive halfway down the East Coast like, and waited for it. And then when we were in Georgia, my poor freaking family, there was always two stops of Chick-fil-A and CeCe's Pizza. CeCe's, yep. I only had CeCe's once, but Chick-fil-A was always a... like I actually didn't experience Chick-fil-A till much later in life when one of my cousins and aunt moved down to North Carolina and they're like, we got to take you to Chick-fil-A. And I was like, what the fuck's Chick-fil-A? I had it, fell in love, and then I've been obsessed ever since. You know, like you said, like anytime we're prior to one being close to us, anytime I was on the road and we saw Chick-fil-A, even if we just ate 10 minutes ago, I'm like, well, we got to get something from there even if it's for later we'll save it for later you know what i mean but it's fucking delicious it really is unlike cc's pizza i don't know have you had that yeah i had it once and i was did not enjoy it it was i forget i think it was maybe in state college when my friend was down in penn state and and i was looking forward to because i always saw the ads i'm like fucking pizza buffet this is gonna be amazing and yeah it wasn't wasn't good (laughs) it wasn't like I don't know if it's because it's sitting out there or whatever may be the case, but it's just it was a very big letdown for me. Seven-year-old Nick fell in love with it, and then, like, 12-year-old Nick enjoyed it, and then 15-, 16-year-old Nick was like, this is garbage. Let's not come here again. It's terrible, yeah, yeah. But like, the idea, I do remember the idea of a dessert pizza a being macaroni, cemented. Yeah, and I had, like, a macaroni and cheese pizza. Like, yeah, like, just seeing those different ones would be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And as a kid, yeah, it is. But then you get older, you're like, there's so much fucking better pizza in the world. And I don't know why, too. I didn't pay any fucking bills, but I was like, all oh, this for $5? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another fun thing I wanted to talk about growing up, uh, did you do any theme parks? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, we, um, around here in Pennsylvania, it was, like, Knobles and Hershey Park a lot. Mainly Knobles because it was a great family park. My grandma used to go with us, and uh, and she wasn't a ride person. You'd have to pay to get in, so you could just go in, and she just didn't ride any rides. She just kind of hung out and enjoyed it. And Yeah, so, like, Knobles, Hershey, Six Flags we went to a few times. Um, yeah, we, we were, we used to, Disney. So, yeah, we, we were a theme park family for sure. I was very close to, not actually very close, considering the story I'm about to tell. I was pretty close to a Six Flags. My brother Johnny was very close to a Six Flags, so much so that he and his three sisters worked there at one point. Yeah. You may or may not remember, because it was really fucking weird, because technically speaking, they didn't work for Six Flags. They worked for a company in Six Flags that had an inside spa experience. (laughs) Wow. Where there was three bays for hydro massages so you didn't have to take off your gear or anything you just go in and almost like a little tarp it's almost like a tanning bed tanning bed closes or the apparatus closes and there's a tarp and then water shoots up and down you like a rolling massage yeah it's not great (laughs) the other part of it was an oxygen bar because you know you want to sniff pure oxygen that also smells like bubble gum yeah. or tangerines or whatever the fuck. Fucking, and this is in the park. That's fucking weird. On its own. Yeah. I don't know why or how or what. I don't know. But they all worked there specifically. Yeah. So when we went there, we'd be like, hey, can I get a massage? And they'd be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, free massage. I would do. That's not bad. And cheap tickets into the place, like shit like that. But we went to Six Flags. Even without that, the aforementioned youth group that went down to 
Virginia Beach. We went there more than once. The family one year got those passes. That's how much we went that one yeah. year, like Six Flags. I can only recall. I I can only recall going once with like my family, and I, I was very young at the time. And I remember like my sister who was older, and my dad, and my mom. And one of my aunts went on a ride. And so it was me, my mom, and my grandma that were not on the ride. It was towards the end of the night. It actually might have been a water ride. And it started lightning and thundering and a bad storm came. And I was convinced that my whole family died on that ride. <laughs> I was in control, uncontrollably crying. Like, they're all fucking, I didn't say fucking, but they're all dead. Like, and my grandma was like, they're fine, they're fine. And I'm like, no, they're all dead. Like, I don't know why, because I assumed lightning, water, they're they're dumb, but that's my one vivid memory of Six Flags. I mean, I love the park, but it was kind of like traumatizing experience at the same time. That's funny as shit. No, I know. I, there were times I do remember being there and it raining, and they were like, "Stop!" They can feel like, "No, we can't do anything," and you were just standing there like, "What's okay. that big roller coaster? The King Dakar or whatever?" Exactly, King Dakar. I it's went the down tallest, there. fastest. I think I could be wrong. As I I went down as like an old, not a yeah, I guess I was in my twenties at the time with my uh, a couple friends, and uh, we specifically went to ride the King Dakar. Beautiful day, beautiful weather, and for some reason it was closed that day. So I have never gotten to ride the King Dakar. Let's go, the four of us. <laughs> I'll fucking go, yeah. dude. I will so wake up and drive to Jersey and <laughs> yeah. stop and eat Taylor Ham on the way, and yeah, it would Taylor be, Hamm, yeah, it would be a freaking blast because we're looking for it. I think actually, hashtag not an ad. They're having something where you know, of course, they're trying to get business People back are, and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So I think it might be Roller Coaster Thursdays or well, some shit cool. like that where it's ticketed yeah yeah so only a certain amount of people can get in divided by how many roller coasters they have they say you're guaranteed to 10 like if you're not if you don't walk right on it's the next one or the one after that or okay, some shit yeah, like that that's pretty cool actually yeah for and sure i would totally go and Fuck do yeah. that shit a hundred percent yeah yeah definitely i'm mm-hmm. in <laughs> let me know <laughs> Next one you brought up too, really quick, is Disney because I gotta fucking talk about Disney. Mm. How many times have you been to Disney? Well, not that many, only three, I think. I went once with my aunt, once with my family and your wife's family, and then I went once as a senior in high school with my then girlfriend and her family. And so yeah, only three times. But I fucking love it. I want to go back. I keep saying to my wife now, I want to, you know, get out there, but it's fucking expensive, man. It's fucking a lot of money. <laughs> it is because I really want to go back. Too. I think my total is twice. Once the four, you know, the family, and then yeah. once with just me and my mom. And then I worked there. So, I mean, if you oh, want to count you? I that, that, I did the college program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's pretty cool. I don't know if you want to count that. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, yeah. You were there. You were working. <laughs> I mean, even though you're working, you were there. So, three times then. Yeah. That third time then. That was the fucking best time. Yeah. How long did like you work there? Like well, a semester. A semester. That's cool. And they gave, they had classes and stuff like that. So, That's when I came cool. back, <laughs> didn't build up to what my degree is now, like yeah. 10 years later, but yeah. it was a good ass time. Good then. experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. Cause it'd be like, oh, you know, Matt at the front, like Matt's got his fast pass. Hi, Matt. And like swipe my thing. And you had them scan your like price right card or some shit like yeah. that. And they're like, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Good fucking time. I would love to go back. I would hope Fuck it gets yeah. cheaper. But yeah. It'd be fun too. There's people going. Oh, yeah, for sure. People are still definitely going. We'll see. I want to go back. Me too, 100%. I'd love to get out there again. With those travel plans out of the way, we can head on out of this bros section and enter into the superheroes. So this week, we're going to be looking at episodes four and five of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Episode four titled, The Whole World is Watching. 
and not to really bury the lead very aptly named in the way that this mm-hmm. ends of just like holy shit yeah yeah what the world's watching yep the fuck did you think was gonna happen <sighs> i didn't fucking think it was gonna get that dark for a marvel show you know a disney marvel show because like usually they don't get you know that dark or but yeah it was fucking i was like i was kind of like a Fuck yeah, Mama! Though this is fucking awesome. It was, it was. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. But yeah, I did not see that coming. Building up to all this, we have Sam and Bucky and Zemo trying to get the lead on where Carly, aka the Flag Smasher, is. Meanwhile, Captain America, and I do that with air quotes because he's not. I don't care how many times this motherfucker says no. it. You're not Captain America, sir. It's the guy and from Up. What a fucking Captain America mask. <laughs> he apparently loves that. Somebody showed yeah. that or texted it to him, and he was like, this person's amazing. <laughs> like, the way that this guy is taking all of his hate. Oh, yeah. Bravo. You yeah. know, I really like him because he doesn't. We'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to it. So they're f- there. By that, I mean this Captain American Battlestar. They're trying to figure out where these revolutions are going. And this whole time, meanwhile, we get in what my opinion is both the greatest part of this episode and the biggest letdown of Dodora Milaje come looking for Zemo because they still don't like him. You know, he's the reason why T'Chaka is dead. And we get a really cool scene, but... Yeah, I mean, that was, like you said, it was kind of a little action-packed scene and you're they're there for Zemo and, you know, and then they kind of get sidetracked and it kind of... It was kind of like filler almost. It was like, you know, they did let it drag on too long and then it kind of ended up fucking them on the true mission, which was to get Zemo. <laughs> because, and we will talk about this more in length in the next episode, spoilers to anybody who hasn't seen it, like, they get him. Yeah. They do just kind of come and pick him up and it just takes a while. So when you're talking about a filler, this fight that happens, yeah, it looks good, but there was really no purpose because eventually they do get him. But we do get more interesting, Wakanda. like, we go back to Wakanda. Right. That's a really cool way yeah. to open up the story. So I was happy to see that and see the main what's her name of the yeah the the main leader of the leader yeah wiping the she's trying to say you know school bus homecoming trying to whatever program them yeah reprogram the like trying to deprogram i should say the winter soldier and i said it last time we talked about this sebastian stan is the whole reason i'm hanging on i like anthony mackie i think what he's doing is fine his story is fine but i just am connecting so much more with bucky and what he's given because what he's given is much more horrific yeah it's just so much more of a heavy load of i think i was talking about we talked about it with mark yeah and like imagine being in your brain sitting watching like a little movie and your hand comes up and slits somebody's throat mm-hmm. or shoots somebody and you're sitting there going no 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 don't do it don't do it don't and yeah. people are just dropping like flies and like those are your <laughs> memories yeah fucking. and you're screaming no and then all of a sudden this one you know she's deprogramming and she says you're free yeah when his face yep yeah he's he's been great i mean he's really and like you said it's kind of i mean people everybody like in real life people have memories they have trouble grappling with so imagine doing that like you know reliving those moments where you were out of control and killing people that you didn't want to kill yeah it's got it had to be brutal but yeah he's been his performance has been great like he's been just like you said one of the highlights of the show in my opinion as well just absolutely gripping and he looks up with tears and she repeats you're free Mm -hmm. and he just kind of looks and it can make me whelm enough i'm just like (laughs) he sells that moment to me a hundred percent yeah so i like anthony mackie i like the yeah he's fine yeah but just in terms of really, if this was just the Falcon and the Winter Soldier wasn't hanging out with us this whole time, yeah, I might have waited for the whole thing to come out and binged it in a day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whereas every time Mackie or every time Sebastian's on screen, I'm just like, this is great. Yeah, he's great. Yep, I agree. 
Another person who's great for being kind of crappy is Wyatt Russell. Yeah. I'm really enjoying his performance as well because he's just so believable as that good soldier. The thing that's always been the, the serum, the truth of the serum is what the little German guy said to Steve Rogers of like, it's not about being a good soldier. It's about being a good person. Yeah. And you're a good, this guy's a good soldier. So watching him grapple with that has been good. Yeah. He, he, he plays a, and he plays a good, uh, douche i guess he's kind of douchey in my opinion you know what i mean like he's like uh he's he's got that little chip on his shoulder because he's the new camp in america but he plays it well like you said like he plays that you kind of like the smug little asshole every time for me like every time he comes on the screen like he's, he's a great soldier you know he's devoted to his country but at the same time there's just something for me something about him that which i think is intentional by the show creator something about him that rubs you the wrong way because you know as we'll get to later kind of you know his true side comes out i would think like part of it well part of his true being comes out so yeah he's been great as well he's been but like yeah like i said the first time i saw him i was like what the fuck is this knockoff captain america like he just looks so weird with the i know you guys already talked about the previous podcast but like just just i think and i think that's what the show is going for they don't want you to feel comfortable with this guy being captain america but like you know what i mean like it's like this dude is not fucking captain america i don't care he can call himself that but he's nowhere fucking near it so yeah he's been great to the show as well the main protagonist, no, antagonist, has been this Erin Kellyman playing Carly Morgenthau. She's got a buttload more of the super soldier serum, and she goes and she gets it with her boy. And he tells a really nice story about how much he loves Captain America. Mm-hmm. But she gets more and it gets, quote unquote, out into the wild. And he ends up taking it, he being Captain America. Mm-hmm. So I think before this, as you were saying, his cockiness, like he's been misguided almost in a cloud like you know he thinks he sees the way but it's not a hundred percent sure how to get there then he takes this and he just derails in my opinion of just like he really fucking loses his shit yeah and he has that moment with uh battlestar his partner or whatever hoskins i think his name is you know he asks him he's at the bar and he says you know would you take it if you had the opportunity and you can see he's kind of grappling with it and Hoskins is like, hell yeah, I'd take it. He's like, if, you know, if I had a chance, fuck yeah, I would take it. Um, so, but yeah, and they they talk about how supposedly the serum brings out your who you truly are deep down. You know what I mean? And like, and so like you said, like it's he takes it off screen, which I was kind of confused about that at first, like because they didn't show him taking it, and I kept thinking like I missed it. I'm like, so I kept like rewinding. I'm like, did I miss him taking the serum? But I kind of like now looking back, I kind of like how they sh- didn't show him taking because then he just shows up to this fight, and all of a sudden he has these superpower like superhuman strength you're like oh fuck he took the serum and it was kind of like a oh shit moment but yeah it was interesting to see him grapple with that and how how it changed him i would say disney will not show you shooting him well yeah (laughs) Yeah. but they could have maybe did it a different way or something like (laughs) Like how in blade (laughs) in the third blade eventually he didn't need the serum he just took like a breathalyzer kind of thing yeah that's how he did no i bet like because they just hold down that shot and he's disappeared for a second you're like the fuck did this guy go like wait what the hell is going on and then you're right he comes back with superpowers and you're like oh Oh, he's fucking yep that's what happened he took it (laughs) and then carly kills battlestar yeah hoskins whatever yeah which wasn't intentional. I don't, I don't think she meant to kill him, but just the fact that she has super strength herself and she knocks him into that pillar, and that's when he kind of... That's when John Walker, Captain America, whatever you want to call him, kind of, you know, really goes off the deep end. And unfortunately, and maybe even poetically or I don't know, he does go kill the guy who was going to pick up the super soldier serum with Carly, who was like, I loved Captain America. And then Captain America fucking killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of... 
not poetic, but you know, like uh, it's something. Yeah, it's well written. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. It's kind of like yeah, this guy who idolized him is now being. Ki- he didn't idolize John Walker per se, but idolized Captain America, who is now being killed by Captain America, and it was kind of like John Walker was in a blind rage because he he was killing him, saying like because of his friend being killed by the other by Flaxman. You know what I mean? So he was kind of taking out his aggression on the wrong person. And it was kind of like this guy just wants to fuck someone up because his friend. Died. You know what I mean? Like so yeah, it was it was um. It was pretty good shit. For sure. And that's why we were talking about The World is Watching is appropriate title because it ends with everybody watching him kill this Filming dude. Him, yeah. It was, and it was like, not to get political, but kind of like, you know, kind of harking on like these police shootings, whatever you feel. I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to get into that, but it was kind of like, like everybody has a camera these days and it was kind of like, a, it kind of brought it into like real life. You know what I mean? Like better fucking be careful and don't do anything stupid or you're going to, it could ruin your life. At, you know what I mean? It can ruin your career or whatever. Damn. The other thing I wanted to touch on really quick, we talked about in the beginning is in the Wakandans, is when the Dormelage come to pick up Zemo, we get a pretty badass beatdown, but at the same time, one of the biggest blunders that just bother me, because we are led to believe we see, in fact, time and time again from Civil War up until right now, that these warriors mean motherfucking business. And the mission is that, and the jurisdiction, the line that she says to Walker, like, the we have jurisdiction where we go. Mm-hmm. Like, where I walk, I get jurisdiction. Right. Like, she's yeah. fucking badass. And as they kind of beat down these guys, he just disappears. And it's like, come on, they yeah. wouldn't really let that. It, it, it was just something that took me out yeah. too far for to be forgiven. Right, yeah, it was, yeah, it was... I understand, I understand what you're saying, like, yeah, because it was, like, these people who are always good at getting a job done, then kind of let them slip out the back door, and, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, these are the badass warriors, and they kind of made them look less badass, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was, I didn't agree with that, that, that direction either. And at the end of the day, we find out with the knowledge knowing going forward, like, it's only to get captured a little bit later, so right. it only stalled time. Yeah. But the fight was awesome, so yeah. I see that. The thing that bothered me the most is, so they have the spears, and they're kicking the shit. This is the other thing that takes John to the level of wanting to take the serum. Yeah. So, like, these four warriors beat the shit out of them. Yep. And he's got this great line of, like, they weren't even super soldiers because yeah. they treat him like a bitch. Yeah. He was kind of, I think, shocked by that. How much you guys ass kicked? And he was like, shit. Like, like you said, I think that kind of helped him push him to the decision to take the serum because he's like, I can get beat by those people. You know what I mean? What, what the hell? What the hell am I doing here? But there's a great shot where one of them throws a spear and it takes his arm so he's kind of blocked up for a second i was expecting the same thing through like zemo's coat yeah or just something and then we see like an empty coat yeah or just like an attempt to watch this guy but it's i think they <laughs> they played into their fucking humor card like they always do and watching him just kind of look around like mm-hmm, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's watching me and closing the door <laughs> yeah. is like yeah you made them look really fucking foolish and that's right all for a fight with people they don't know or really give a shit about yeah yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, it kind of took away from their uh, badassness, if that's a word. But yeah, I did not hide my feelings in the first episode <laughs> that I haven't really liked this show up till then, and this kind of falls into that. The next episode, though, falls into much better. This one's named Truth, mm-hmm. and we get into some of the Isaiah story. Yeah. Which is really harking on then Sam. We get into them kind of hanging out. We get actually, in my opinion, I just kind of bagged on them being funny, but we get the funniest joke maybe ever. We'll get to that in a second. But yes. So truth starts as we were talking about, like in the world scope, we don't see like this new, we're just going to call him Captain America. Okay. I'm tired of the air quotes (laughs) because we see Captain America kill this motherfucker. Now he's running away and Sam and Bucky are like, no, no, no. Yeah. We need to get that chill back. (laughs) We want that chill. This fight. 
was not only necessary and planned and it was more than just eye candy it was just awesome yeah and it showed like john walker was out for fucking blood he was like you know what I mean? like he almost took anthony maggie's head off like 10 times i feel like you know what i mean like it was it was only if it wasn't for bucky or vice versa i think uh falcon saved him ass well but like he was out f- to kick kill them pretty much <laughs> i mean like he wasn't like he didn't want to give up that shield and they're kind of like no we're we need to take that shield and i think this is kind of when falcon realized he kind of fucked up by giving up the shield you know what i mean this was his first real oh, fuck moment and falcon this whole time even with trying with carly is always the guy who wants to talk right the negotiator so, yeah so he's talking and bucky's kind of staying quiet the whole time i think he only says like two things mm-hmm. one of them being at the very end john looks up at them and he's like you don't want to do this and bucky looks back and he's like yes we do <laughs> yeah and that's when shit hits the fan yep and not to suck this guy's dick anymore but again he just just looks into the camera and you ju- i believe him i really do believe oh, yeah. this guy sitting there like yeah, I do. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, he really, yeah, he's a great actor. He really portrays everything well. Going into the fight, we get something that's awesome with Sam that we didn't see too much. He does a lot of flying. He doesn't do a lot of wing fighting. He mm-hmm. uses them as shields. Time, my my most impressive shot is he's on his back and he almost does like a break dancing move of sorts, where the wing kind of spins out Captain America and puts him on his ass. I was very impressed with all of that. Yeah, so you usually see like aerial shit with him. You don't really see him hand to hand combat that much, and it kind of showed, which is kind of I think um, showing you what kind of Captain America he could be if he does take up the reins of Captain America, because it shows that he's not no slouch when it comes to hand to hand combat. You know what I mean? Even with a super soldier. So it was, yeah, it was interesting to see him in that light. And so much of this, even I found out later, music wise, harkens back to Civil War. The same bum, 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 bum. Okay. And then having two guys fighting, the one guy kind of all looks the same of Civil War. It was it was great. The yeah. only thing I didn't like about it was I can't explain Bucky's arm just stopping. Yeah. So in the previous episode when we talked about when he was fighting the, the Wakandans, like the one kind of... Like December, yeah, it takes his arm off. It's like. great. I, I'm sorry to keep bringing up the last airbender to you, but it reminded <laughs> me there's this one character. She can't bend. She doesn't control any of the elements like the show, but she's a chi blocker. So she can come up to you. Her name's Tylee, and she can like, choo, 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 and then all of a sudden she could take away your bending to block your chi or just even knock you out and shit. So that's what this Wakanda warrior yeah. kind of did to him, in my opinion. All of a sudden his shit pops off. He's like, <laughs> yeah. the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense. They're Wakandan. They gave it to him. He, yeah. They're his white wolf. I found it very interesting. We found out he speaks Wakandan like he was there for a mm-hmm. while. Like they're one people almost. Mm-hmm. And they held this from him. He didn't even know they could do that. Yeah. I found that really interesting. Yeah, for sure. And really good. But in this episode, he just kind of gets thrown and it goes. <laughs> and we're like, I guess we're done. It reminded me of the sound that the hand makes in Wayne's world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just comes and he's beating with a yep. hammer. Like it was yeah. almost that exact sound. I'm like, I guess he's down for a convenient amount of time. Right. But it is just like not to shit on them too much. It's the superhero trope of any more than two people fighting. What's that other guy doing, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. You have to have an explanation as to why they're not in the in the, in the the thick of it. It's always that one guy, too, in like a fight scene where somebody's like, it's 10 on one, and there's always that one guy on the outside. <laughs> yeah, just running around. And he's not, he's yeah. moving, he's looking kind of threatening, yeah. but when you really watch the actor, you're like, 
dude, he could totally walk up behind that guy and smash him in the head with yeah. a brick and this fight be he's, over. Yeah, he's not doing shit. So there's always going to be a little bit, I just like to poke fun because I'm an asshole. <laughs> but eventually they do get the shield. They break his fucking arm. That was badass. Mm, yeah. And they take the shield from him. And that was a great opening. Great way to set it. Because... Yeah, that was just the opening. Yeah, like that was like when those when the music hits, like when they had the Falcon. Like, oh fuck, that was just the opening. We still got a whole episode to watch. So yeah, it was a great opening. Because the thing that I talked about with Mark in the previous one too that was bothering me is they set promos with them throwing around the shield. Yeah. So waiting this whole time, well, how's he gonna get it? And then we find out at the end of four, like, oh, because John really fucks up. Yeah. And then at five, at the beginning of five, like, we immediately take care of that. I was like, thank you. Let's right. Let's get let's on go. With it. Yeah. Yeah. And to continue right on with his story, I don't know if it's story wise what happens there, but he gets court martialed of sorts. Yeah. They're brought like, up in front of everybody, and they're like, "You fuck off. We're yeah. done with you. No more." And he's trying to speak, and they're like, "No, no, this is not trial. This is we're telling you. This is what you have to do." And you're fucking done. And you you kind of see that ang- again it's him saying I'm Captain America. Like how dare you like treat me like this and what I did for the country and shit. So yeah, but they're like they're done with them. They're like yeah, you fucked up. The whole world saw you do it. You're you're done. Another great kernel of acting from him of just like I lived my life by your mandates. I set my life yeah. to your mandates and now your mandate is benching me. Yeah. I am Captain America. Yeah. And then he just fucking walks out. He's like there's talk. It's like when a kid's getting yelled at by their parents like you, ever, you know you remember being a kid sometimes you knew you were fuck you're screwed after you did it. But you're like I'm walking out of this room. I don't want to hear you yell at me anymore. And that's essentially what he did. He's like, all right, fuck you guys, and just walked out. To only have Julia Louise Dreyfus, Elaine fucking Bennis. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were gonna get down on that so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have her come in, and at first when she first walked in, I hated her. But by the time she left, I loved her. Oh, she was. Aw- I thought she was awesome. Yeah, because. She's a great actress to begin with. You know, she's in. I never watched it, but Veep. Everybody says Veep's a fucking great show. But yeah, I, and to be honest with you, I have no idea. I had no idea about this character before it came in. You know what I mean? But um, before she came in. But yeah, and to see her, I was like not expecting. It. I was like, that's fucking Elaine because I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I'm like, that's Elaine. And no matter what her name is in the show, I'm calling her Elaine. Like that's. Uh, but like, yeah, she did. That was a little great. She kind of. She kind of like said to John, like she kind of knew everything already that was going on and like you know it it was yeah it was it was an interesting introduction for her character to get into some spoilers with you and some theories that i stole from the internet Mm -hmm. of they think she's playing one character who's already showed up on that agents of shield show madam hydra or something right something weird i didn't i didn't i couldn't keep up with the theory well enough because the comics go super deep anyway at the end of his day set to the end of my day of i hope it's just somebody new pulling the same strings of we are going to have like a thunderbolt squad right I, yeah like a bad avengers like yeah that's what I, I that's kind of the vibe i that's what i was reading too i'm like i listened to another podcast where they were talking about it and they were saying like yeah that's they kind of think she's gonna start assembling like a suicide squad you know what i mean like for marvel version just a bunch of bad guys or like a, a unit you know what i mean because they brought up the raft again so we know that that's where i don't understand why I forgot their name again. <laughs> the Dora Menage, right? The, the Nicki Menages. The, the Nicki Menages. The Nicki Menages brought this guy to the raft, which we find out in Civil War is a prison underwater. And that's where they kept the Avengers that avenged in Captain America Civil War against yeah. the other Avengers. And they're going to bring Zemo there. Yeah. But we know that like people can break into this place pretty easy and rescue everybody in there. So maybe let's not bring them there. Anyway. Yeah. 
with people at the raft, with this lady talking to him, I think we could get like ghost back from the Ant Man is what my my guy is what <laughs> the theorist I was listening to and kind of get yeah, Dark Avengers led by Thunderbolt Ross himself, who might even Red Hulk it, which yeah. would be I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fucking cool. That'd be badass too, just to see a, a bunch of villains team up. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. I would also, if we don't want to Red Hulk him, I would go back just to get what was his name who did Abomination. Oh, uh, I know you talk about that. I know dude. we don't want to speak about you know Ed Norton and like yeah it's there, but let's not look too hard into. It. No, yeah. let's bring back the Abomination because I liked that guy. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. He was and now cool. what we can do with CGI and shit like that, you know? Yeah. That would be fun because I like him as an actor. Oh yeah, he's great. He's a great villain. He is. He's got great that face. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of just <laughs> like. When is that it? Is that what all you got? Yeah. And then he kicks him. Yep. Pissed off and ready for round two. <laughs> yep. He's awesome. For sure. So now Captain America is not Captain America. There is no Captain America, but the government doesn't want the shield back. Sam kind of has it and he goes to bring it. Well, the government says they tell remember they tell John Walker that we expect the shield back, but but he doesn't they don't know he doesn't have the shield. No, Elaine even says, Hey, it's a little known fact. Nobody really technically owns that shit. Right. So she did say that to finish that off. Sorry as well. My favorite part about that bitch is like Captain America's wife is like, excuse me. And she goes, who are you? (laughs) And she hands her her card. Yeah. Like, oh, this should explain everything. And then at the end of the scene, the wife's like, this is blank. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I loved it. And like I I said, I hated her and then I loved her. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love to fuck with somebody that hard. Like, imagine having that much power that you yeah. hand somebody a blank card, and you're like, here you go. Just yeah, shut, the fuck <laughs> shut up. up, yeah. Ooh, I love her, by the way. Like, <laughs> just talked about her like she wasn't there, and then she was, and just, yep. she's a baller. I am excited to see where that goes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That is kind of where we end with him until the post-credits scene. Right, but. right. Anyway, Sam is like, I don't know what to do with this shield and shit. And he doesn't go talk to Steve because we don't know if he's living on the moon or if, or he's, if he's dead, dead or, or whatever the deal is. Yeah. But nobody can go just knock on his door and be like, what did you mean? What should we do right, <laughs> right now? Yeah. What the hell is this supposed to mean? He does try to give it to Isaiah Bradley, who we know has been the quote unquote what they've called the black Captain America back in the day. Mm-hmm. Had really bad stuff happen to him. He was mm-hmm. experimented on. We get his whole backstory. Yeah, in wife, a really hardcore speech. Yeah, his wife died while he was in prison, and he's yeah, he's got kind of got screwed over really bad, to say the absolute least. And now he's living as oh, a dead man. A yeah. nurse took pity on him and was like, "He's dead," and let him escape. And now he doesn't. He said something so powerful. He's like, "You'd have to be crazy to think the American government without a black man be Captain America." And no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America knowing what America does to black people. And there was just this moment of like, holy shit, there's some fucking meat in this show. There's some substance. Look at what we're doing. We're (laughs) writing things that are current to our culture. Like, this is great. We're deep diving into stuff. I, You know, we talked about PTSD Mm -hmm. and coming back. And like, yeah, there was some stuff there. But like, holy shit, this is what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of especially what's going on in the world now. Yeah, it was perfect tie-in, yeah. And this was something where I really had to stop and I was like, "Holy shit." And really felt something. So there was this fifth episode was good. Yep. And of the 50 minutes, there was a good 30 minutes. So yeah. yeah. All in all, there's about an hour of great content in this whole five episodes so far. Yeah, it lived up to the penultimate hype. You know, like usually penultimate episodes are the favorites of many people, and that's I think this is going to be the favorite of a lot of people for this show. It was. It was so good and he gave a, him a lot to chew on. Yeah. And there he goes. He goes. Well, yeah, cuz then that's like Sam 
was like, fuck, now do I want to be Captain America if he's saying no self-respecting a black man would take up the man? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. He goes home to go back on this fishing boat that we learned about. It means a lot. And does the, in my opinion, the Disney thing of just like, you know, our family was always there for people. And if we call people, people will show up. And they did. And yeah. we, blah, blah, blah. We saw that. And <laughs> yeah. it was fine. It was fairy tale-ish. It was fine. And Bucky Bucky was there helping out. Yeah. That was, that's what leads to one of my favorite funny moments. And if they cut out so much of the other bullshit and just leave one or two of these in, it would have been perfect of the fact that they're all trying to fix this boat and something's leaking. <laughs> And Bucky's like, no, don't do it that way. And he walks up to the gasket and takes a wrench and stops it from leaking. Bucky, the guy who's a super soldier slash has a fake fucking metallic arm. And Sam goes, why didn't you use the arm? And Bucky looks at him and he goes, I forget I have it sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I fucking cracked up at that because when he grabbed the wrench and he's doing it, I paused the TV and I was like, fuck this. This is stupid. Like, why? We're not going to talk about this. And I went on a mini rant and then I played it and Sam said, <laughs> and I was like, this is great. They, they actually <laughs> they kinda, broke my expectation. Yeah, they kind of shut you up. <laughs> yeah. They really pretty much did. But I loved, like, again, his performance was just like, forget I have it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, yep. it's like it, when you forget you have sunglasses on top of your head or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or all the time tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I forget that all the time and I'll catch myself just as I've got the M on my finger all the time. I'm like, the fuck? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like there's a bug or <laughs> something yeah, like yeah. that like <laughs> yeah. catch my so i love that moment of just honesty and yeah it was a true honest funny moment that could have really surpassed everything other sure. than like dancing zemo <laughs> and all the fucking fuff they have to force in this yeah. was one of my favorite real jokes yeah of like, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a human moment, yeah. Almost the opposite, you know. There's people, amputees, who can stick ghost. their... Ghosts. They feel their like... Ghosts, yeah. yeah. You know they, what I'm talking they about. They feel like they still have the appendage. Yeah, that's got to be fucking weird. <laughs> really? So I just... I, I like that little moment. Meanwhile, we don't know why they're on hiatus, but they are. Yeah. I've never really been clear over who's been giving them messages, but somebody is, but they are on hiatus, because after John killed somebody, the government's mm. like, we'll take care of the Flag Smasher. Meanwhile, she somehow gets to New York. Didn't that Torres... I don't mean to didn't that Torres guy show up at some point too and was like it kind of teased because Falcon's like you can keep the wings you know what I mean so yeah just wanted to backtrack there a little bit sorry you're, no please no fuck me because you're absolutely correct in the fact that he's the one who kind of tells them like you're out yeah and then we didn't bring up in the fact of the fight at the beginning that he gets his ring, wings ripped off yeah and you're right his buddy Torres who we talked about in the other episode in a different earth is yeah. the Falcon but he's yeah. actually got like wing, yeah, wing wings yeah 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 but I think it was almost kind of like a, Haha, a nod. Yeah. We're gonna see it, yeah, you know. If not yeah. right now, we're gonna see it pretty fucking soon. Yeah. But that—that's exactly you're right. That is the person who was like, "All right, you guys, fuck off for a little bit. Right. Let me go and learn how to throw the frisbee." Yeah. I mean the shield. <laughs> the fr- yeah, that's a frisbee. <laughs> in that, Sam drops some science on <clears throat> Bucky. Like, you got to put in the work. You got to make them feel better. I liked. I I liked a lot of that. I liked his training montage. I thought it was a little silly, but at the same time, like. As somebody who's really out of shape, <laughs> to see somebody really in shape kicking ass, <laughs> I did kind of buy it. I was just oh, like, yeah. look at him flipping around. Yeah. It's like the Rocky. Fast. It's like the Rocky montages. Like you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. fucking great. They're my favorite parts of the Rocky movies. But yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It gives you a little bit of substance to show him how he's, him training to use the shield and all that shit. So yeah. The substance kind of waned from there. It kind of went down a little bit more. But we do find out that as the Condens are taking Zemo, 
Sebastian Stan. I can't even call him Bucky because <laughs> I like that guy so much. He was like, I have one more favor. Mm-hmm. What do you think? They're like, it's the suitcase at the end. It's almost they played the fucking Pulp Fiction game with us of like letting him open the case, but no, let's not see what's in it. Yeah, I mean, you I know think what's it's, in it, but yeah, how awesome do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be the Captain America version of the Falcon suit. So, you know what I mean? I think and it's we know the Wakandans are great at you know producing these outfits and armor and shit like that. So yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty. I don't think it'll be. I think it's going to be a fucking cool reveal like wanda at the end of uh wanda vision how that her suit was pretty bad i think it'll be cool i just swooned a little bit <laughs> I, know. I missed the days of waiting for wanda vision yeah that Dude. show was so good yeah it was fucking and that was not supposed to be the first show wanda vision falcon winter soldier was supposed to be the first marvel sh- disney plus show released and then because of covid i think they had to push it back weird thing that you just kind of sparked do you know why maybe i think that there was a subplot in this show of a worldwide pandemic Vax, via... Because they had the vaccines in the one episode. Remember, yeah. she's like, she stole the vaccines, the flag smashers in the back of the... She mentioned something about vaccines. And, so and like, how did mama die? Yeah, like exactly. Like, so know? yeah, you think, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably like a re-edit because they're like, this is a little too uh, raw and real right now. Yeah. Well, let's maybe not do that. Yeah. So I did see that. So there was... The, again, the internet loves to deep, deep dive. And I love to deep dive. They're Mariana Trench deep of just yeah. like, you can look at this super edit of figuring out every time they were supposed to say something, but they didn't. I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. 22 yeah. minute long video. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. okay. I'm good. Yep. But we will. We won't go 22 <laughs> minutes. We'll go just a little deep yeah. dive of what do you think is going to happen? What do you think fucking Agent 13's doing? Miss Carter in the background. Who is the power broker? Yeah. What's I the finale going to do here? I don't fucking know. I honestly don't know. I mean, I f- feel like we're going to see, obviously, Falcon take up the Captain America mantle, but. I honestly, I don't have any prediction. I really, I feel dumb by really, because I haven't, like, WandaVision, I was reading shit. I was fucking, I was so, inve- like, I'm invested in this show, but not as much as WandaVision. So I really, and I'm kind of enjoying not having any idea or any kind of expectation of, you know, because WandaVision, I had all these, from fucking reading all these stupid theories, I had all these fucking things in my head. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, I just kind of been enjoying the ride and, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he, like I said, Falcon's going to take up that Captain America mantle. Maybe that Isaiah guy will be like proud he did it because he's something he does. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm I'm really kind of just waiting to see what happens. I could definitely see that. You know, he comes, saves the day, and everybody's like, you're going to be awesome. And he's like, do you want motherfucker? No, you got to listen. And him just like yeah. really dropping fucking boom on yeah. people of just like, how? no, I don't want to be the new Captain America. I'm going to be... I don't know. I don't right. know. It's right. going to be awesome, and Isaiah is going to be watching on TV just like, yes, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I can totally I see yeah. that shit. Yeah, like make him a little proud moment. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just going to – there's still some stuff, you know, you, like you said, who's the power broker? Like, um, yeah, they got some stuff to tie up, and, you know, what what Bucky's going to do from here on out. You know what I mean? Like, what's his role going to be? So I'm interested to see where it's going to lead. Because we did get George St. Pierre back. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he, Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. So George St. Pierre was in Civil War for anybody just needing to catch up. He was in the first episode. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then the um, Agent 13 is like, hey, I got another fucking job for you. And he's like, I'm never going to do shit for you again. You got my shit fucked up. So it confirms that she was the person who put out the first mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You're so right. she's yeah. doing some dirty fucking shit. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if she is the power broker <laughs> or working for, for undercover yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but shit. he did. Co- he showed up in New York at the very end to yeah, meet up with right. Carly and the Red Hand. And again, I do not know how. Please explain. <laughs> 
they got through international borders, but <laughs> let's just let it ride, yeah, movie. Let's go with it, yeah. <laughs> let's just go with it. But they're in New York, and that's where the final showdown's going to happen. Yeah. Like Marvel likes to do. You know, how many times have we headed to New York in <laughs> New this York's fucking, fucking universe? through hell, yeah. <laughs> Ultron and all that shit, yeah. Really quick sidetrack. Do you like that about Marvel, or are you more of a DC person of just like Star City, Gotham City, Metropolitan? <sighs> I kind of like the real cities. I, 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 I mean, I do like Gotham and shit like that, but I kind of like how they incorporate the real cities because you're like, oh, I was there. You know what I mean? I can envision it more like like a battle in New York City. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, I yeah, I don't mind the actual use of the real cities. This is where the bugle would be, and that's right. where the Sanctum Sanctorum would be, and this is where, yeah. That, yeah. I agree. Just a weird side No, thought. yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But something's going to happen. We are going to get... Definitely Bucky telling his old Asian friend, yo, I killed your fucking kid. Sorry, bro. Yeah. We're going to get Sam as Captain America's my prediction. Yeah. We're going to figure out who the power broker is. I wonder I, if they're going to, let me cut you off there, but like, because no. Black Panther obviously going forward, what's that going to, I wonder if they're going to, with the Wakandans trying to set something in motion there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because like, they're going to have to. He's dead, obviously, the actor. What's his name? Uh, Bosworth. What's his name? Chadwick Boseman. Chad Boseman, yeah. So, like, I was, I, I was just back in my, this is a side, back in my mind, I'm wondering if they're, this is going to be how they're going to introduce that new storyline somehow. You know what I mean? Something I'm wondering, too, and my only thing is I, I don't think so, and that's why my, my expectations versus what I think reality keep bouncing back and forth yeah. because as we were just swooning over WandaVision, like, oh, this is going to set up into this and this mm. and this and this. And then, you know, it came to, yeah. nope, everything was just self-contained. Yeah. Oh, pretty much, you pretty know. Pretty much, yeah. Very, very small line that will then connect us. Right. Whereas I don't know if we'll get the same small line or if, you know, some people, the Shang, the, the Secret of the Ten Rings, something dropped. And yeah. people were like, oh, what if it's the Mandarin? I was yeah. like, that might be kind of cool. Yeah. Or the city in which she's kind of stuck in is a big X-Men reference. Right. And for once, are we going to actually, you know, we talked about this a billion times when we are talking about <laughs> Quicksilver yeah, and Wanda. Yeah. Are, are we going to introduce? And the fucking X-Men. then we talked <laughs> about all the reshoots that had to happen for this and the chronologically. So maybe... We have a better shot at the, I don't know. There yeah. is, in my opinion, too many theories <laughs> to really start with because it would it could go anywhere, but at the same time, I think we've kind of been taught, like, you probably won't. Right, yeah, kind of, yeah, no, it's going to wrap it up and that's it. <laughs> when it does wrap up, we will get to Loki then. Like, they're, yeah. they're not stopping with production. Yeah, when I mean, is Loki? That drops not too long after, right? No, if, if, if it's the not the same week, month, it might yeah. be, yeah, it's, it's very it's soon. A, I think it's in May, maybe not, maybe, maybe sooner than May, but I think it's in May. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I think that's going to be good too. I, I was very whelmed with this, and maybe I'll tag on a PS to the end of this tomorrow after I watch the finale and yeah. just kind of tell watch how page. I see it. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I don't see it whelm. I don't see it making up for everything. No, it was good for me. I thought it was good. It was entertaining, but yeah, it wasn't. I think I go to Wandavision set the bar so high for me. I feel like, and then this was kind of like, I wasn't like it wasn't must see. Every like WandaVision every Friday, I'm like, oh, I gotta fucking watch it. This one, I'm like, eh, I'll watch it tomorrow. I'll watch it Saturday or something. You know what I mean? So, but I enjoyed it, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully the finale will kind of blow our minds and be like, oh fuck, this was awesome. You know what I mean? But we'll see what happens. But.
this is the only one I'm excited for. Yeah. Just to see how they stick the landing, just to see what the fuck they do. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, like you just said, I was always kind of like, yeah, it's there. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, I guess I'll. Yeah. So this one I'm excited for, but we'll see what the future happens. We'll for definitely sure. see what happens. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Always Being a the pleasure. third guest to come <laughs> back again. Three Pete. <laughs> That's a three Pete. Thank you. I really can't say it much. Thanks for much. having me. No, it really means a lot that you come and do all this. For sure. Yeah, I can't say it enough. I enjoy it. And I thank you guys for listening out there. It's your first time coming to hang out. I hope you had a great time. If you are somebody who's come back more than once, thanks so very much. I can't ask for anything other than maybe, maybe, if you have a friend who likes Buds Bros of Superheroes, I've got a fucking show for them, guys. Just word them out. Tell somebody. That'd be great. If you want to go above and beyond liking, sharing, commenting, all that fun stuff, you know, you know what to do with your internet, people. In the meantime, thank you again, man, so very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I have been Nick James. JD. Buds Bros and Superheroes are out of here. Bonus content. Major finale spoilage coming up, guys. It's really short, but there's a lot of spoilers. To wrap up the finale, like I kind of said, on Thursday I was going to do Friday putting together the podcast right now. I decided it was wise because it was honestly underwhelming. Not too much to talk about. One thing I did want to bring up and be kind of shitty about is, A, it was really dark. You couldn't see anything happening. The reason I get so shitty about this is because everybody loves to shit on DC movies because their third act is always just so dark and you can't see anything. Meanwhile, this movie, or this end of the movie, you know, basically a six-hour movie, so dark you couldn't see anything. They gave Anthony Mackie an awesome new suit. He does look great in it, but as he's flying around at the middle of midnight in New York, can't really see him doing much anything. It's not here nor there because, of course, they get the job done what else is going to happen other than the fact they win carly dies agent 13 aka carter peggy carter's niece has been the power broker john walker gets the u.s agent title and that's about it guys i mean it just kind of wraps up it, it was a heap of garbage if you ask me and they and they put a nice little bow on it and they said here you go what was nice though also was how it ended now it says captain america and the winter soldier instead of the falcon because now sam is 100 the captain america that was kind of cool him seeing isaiah that was kind of cool too that was always the best part of the show to be honest and they kind of really skimmed over that let's hope that the next season or the next iteration of the show all about isaiah telling his grandson like hold on are you sure you really want to join these new avengers let me tell you about my shit and they really dive deep into that because he was the best part of that show other than that i'm, I'm kind of happy that we're on to loki next thanks so much for listening again guys i've been nick james buds birth and superheroes are still uh, out of here